2,000 Bathole. 2,000 Batholes? Bathole. When you add them up, it's quite an affair, really. Not for me. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Dummies podcast. Um, we're going to ca- try. We're going to try to keep things happy because things out there in the world don't seem that great. So let's try to keep it light. Keep it snappy. Keep it happy. Keep it what? Gay. All right. Uh, I'm Yay. Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. Yes, and Aaron will probably jump in, as he is known to do, but uh, let's just get into it. Uh, It's been a weird week um, Mm -hmm. for a lot of reasons, Uh, but let's see. Like, Has there been anything to brighten up your life this week? Oh, goodness. No? Well... Yeah, last day of school for me was on Friday. Yay! Yay, me too. Yay. What about a movie, a TV show, a book, puzzle, um, a new gas-powered dildo, whatever? That'd be weird, right? (laughs) Gas-powered? Don't knock it till you try it. (laughs) How about like a corded That'd be weird. In the bathtub, it'd be real weird. I think that's how they did had to do that back in the day, didn't they? <laughs> wow. I mean, there were ones you had to plug in, sure. Huh. Cleopatra well, used a box of bees. A box of bees on her box? Yeah. Okay. This kid Thank might you. be a genius. The All more right. you know. Um, uh, what? Uh, anybody watch anything? Come on. Boogie, what'd you watch? Oh, gosh. I worked this week, so I actually didn't really watch much. I watched a bunch of kill counts with my kid. Nice. Um, What's kill count? Kill it's count. a YouTube series. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's oh. a YouTube series. Uh, feature, or, but hosted by James A. Janice, part of a dead meat YouTube uh, brand. Um, they go through all different types of movies, anywhere from anything from Mulan to Sleepaway Camp, and they just they add up the kills. They do. Uh, he starts with a brief synopsis. He then he goes through all the kills, talking. And he he's funny, and he talks about um, you know he gives trivia about like the it's a horror movie like the costume people and the special effects people and the, the mm. makeup people and stuff like that you know okay. gives you little tidbits about the so, making of the movies and i watched i watched the one with uh the movie that tom hardy was in where he was a uh, paralyzed guy and he had the the robot the ai was like take took control of his body say that- what that's not Tom Hardy. Her. Um, is that her? 
that. No, he's thinking of. Oh, sweet Jesus! It's not Tom Hardy. It's the dude who was in uh, Prometheus. Sam oh, Worthington. No. Oh. Let me use my Google foo. Gosh, it made me think of that movie. With he's a very famous people. actor. I don't know what is my problem. Can't come up with his name. Logan Marshall Green is his name. The movie is Upgrade. Yeah, yeah, that's a dope <laughs> ass movie. By the way, if you've never seen Upgrade, it is visceral. It's interesting. It is uh, super visually interesting because all white people look alike. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, it was uh, the episode I watched was really good. I never got to see the movie, and now I like feel like I have already watched all of it. I <laughs> that one was he was you pretty could... thorough on, so he like. I mean, there's, he the always scene, leaves but... right. He always leaves enough out that it really, if if the movie that he's showing you catches your interest, it really is worth it to watch the whole. Yeah, I would definitely. If you enjoyed that episode, Matt, go watch Upgrade. I'm telling you, it, it yeah. is a sleeper. Very good. I mean, I think I've seen all I need to see. I don't know. He purposefully leaves stuff out because he doesn't want the filmmakers to not get potential watches, you know? I'm sure that they, he didn't put the twist in and stuff like that about the story. Mm, he did. <laughs> oh. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, they he he does do a pretty thorough uh I'm sure he of, I'm sure he probably said like, Oh, if you don't want spoilers then stop watching and I was just like, Okay, uh, watch more. <laughs> No, he doesn't usually do play Hulk. Well, in like a year or two, Matt, sit down and watch the movie. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) You'll be like, I've never seen this before. Right. (laughs) Definitely worth a watch. He's really funny, and I call him Hugh Janus, because for some reason, every time he says James A. Janice, my brain goes Hugh Janus. (laughs) So why not? So, right? And it drives Chloe crazy, and it makes me laugh. Oh, so it's a win-win-win for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like Angela was like Angela was saying though, he gives like uh little tidbits from like the props and stuff like I guess what there was a scene in Upgrade where the guy got like his head blown off and he's like Well luckily because their production budget wasn't that high, they only had two of these and <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's kinda lucky they did because the first one malfunctioned, so Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's always a, a danger. So I gotta ask, you you said there was a sleepaway camp episode? Did they talk about the mask they made for the last final shot? They did. Um, Why the fuck did it have that expression on it? Hello? Sorry, Discord keeps booting me. That's your answer. You get no answer. I did not hear hear your question. (laughs) Why did they make that expression? It's an unnatural expression. Um... It, they didn't necessarily, or they didn't really mention why they made the expression, oh. but basically, it's it's just a latex uh, mold of chick's face. She would, but that, that she couldn't have made that face. It was just a It was a neutral. <laughs> it was a neutral mask. The face was the guy underneath it. 
Wait, what? what? There's a guy underneath it. Well, so yeah, Sleepaway Camp is all about this mask. girl. If you really want a breakdown of Sleepaway Camp, there's only one source to get that from, and that is how did this get made? Because he references they, it in the kill count. They talk about it for 90 minutes, and nobody knows what the fuck's going on, and it's some yeah. of the most fun you'll ever have listening to a podcast. They do reference how did this get made. He does, yeah. Yeah, because there yeah. it it's like a whole thing. But there's a girl throughout this whole thing you're following, and there's all these killings, and it turns out the girl's been a boy this whole time. So they just stick yeah. a plastic mask of her face on a boy at the end, and they show his dick. Yeah. And the expression on the mask is fucked up. It's just but like it's, it's not the expression on the mask. It's it's a latex mask. So it's just that's the guy underneath the expression. That's oh, what he chose that, to go with. That it's weird because the mouth is open seemingly too wide and the it's eyes are completely weird. dead. Well the the eyes are glass. Which makes sense. It's it's the probably the only frightening thing of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I thought it was kind of frightening that the uh guy who runs the camp was setting up a date with what couldn't have been more than a 16 year old girl he was in his 60s you know that was quite frightening ew one of the characters dies by having a hot curling iron inserted into her vagina that's also pretty disturbing owie but not scary no no not scary it's disturbing so i i I don't know i i'm not a big fan of horror movies um, I, I find them for the most part ridiculous, you know, they're just, yes. they're just dumb. And I find this is a good way to get the gist of a bad horror movie that I don't really want to sit through, but well, it's, I'm getting the gist of it. I'm seeing the best of the kill or I'm seeing all the kills. I'm seeing the best of the gore and Hugh Janus is funny. So see to me, like. It's that would be great, but the only horror movies that are really worth sitting through are the good ones and the really like the special bad ones. Not like the bad ones, but right. like the ones that are like campy and huh. weird or right. have like a niche to them. Like it's stupid. Um, those are my favorites. The problem is you have to wade through so many crappy movies to get to those. Um, right. There's so few good ones. You know? Yeah, no, for sure. And then, but that, you know, that's what makes the kill count really, that's an asset for it because you get, you know, the essence of the movie in, you know, 20 minutes. But those really good ones, I think those all need to be seen. I mean, he recommends at the beginning of every video that, or, you know, he says this is not meant to replace actually watching the movie. Right. I definitely re- recommend you go watch the movie. Something like Sleepaway Camp? Absolutely. Listen to How Did This Get Made. Um, watch the Kill Count version. You know, like those types of movies. Although they can be fun to watch if you're like with a group of people. But like a movie like The Void, I think everyone should sit down and watch The Void. Because it's so well done. Well, like for instance, I watched The Kill Count for Get Out. Now, I... I hadn't seen Get Out, and I know it's a good movie. Everybody keeps telling me it's a good movie, but for some reason, I just didn't want to sit down and watch it. And I don't know what that is, but there, I just didn't want to sit down and watch it. I watched The Kill Count, and I'm like, 
okay. And I sat down and I watched the movie. Yeah, it's quite good. It is really, really good. Yeah. And having watched the Kill Count, it's not it didn't horror, spoil though. the movie for me. No, it's not. But I, I'm saying even good. Right. You know, Jordan Peele's movies so far are like their own genre. Yeah. It's like pop culture thriller. It's weird. They're both very good though, Sorry. movies. But the same would apply for a horror movie as well. Sure. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, I, I do a lot of favors out there for people just by watching all the bad horror movies. In fact, I watched some this week. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, the last one I can I can remember being like good, like exceptionally good. Besides Jordan Peele's movies, because they're not I don't really call those horror. Was the Void? The Void was so good. It's like you a throwback. Pet Cemetery? No, Pet Cemetery sucked. Oh, I thought that was freaking scary at the end, man. You get scared by movies, though. I don't. So it's like. I mean, Killer Toddler, though, that's terrifying. Spoiler alert! Nah, in that movie. Sorry, I didn't watch the new one. I was referring to the old one. Yeah. So. Baby Gage. Uh, Baby Gage doesn't die in this one. Mm-hmm. Well, it's less disturbing then, I guess. Oh, the ending is even more disturbing. She bugged out again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sucks. I thought we were talking about positive things. We are. So, Matt, what's something mm-hmm. you watched this week? <laughs> Unless Angela has something else, I don't know. She faded out. I'm sorry. I I actually do have one more thing. Okay. And I only watched a couple episodes in it of it so far, but it's on Habo. It's that Ru- Mark Ruffalo. Okay. Thing. Oh. Um. I know this much is true. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And it's bleak. I mean, it's it's another leftovers in that there's nothing good going on in this movie. Everything is wildly depressing. But <sighs> Mark Ruffalo, good gravy, is he hot? Stunning. No, he's, he's a good stunning. actor. He really yeah, is. He, and he's playing these identical twins, and they he oh he just he kills it. He absolutely kills it. And Catherine Hahn? Yeah, she's always been I had good. No, I had no idea she had such dramatic range. Good night. She is spectacular. I mean, in the couple episodes that I've seen, I've, she was only in one scene, but I was, I was literally just, like, blown away. And their chemistry together, Catherine Hahn and, and Mark Ruffalo, oh, it's out of this world. It's, I bet. I bet. I highly recommend it just for the the acting alone. Mark Ruffalo is like a surprising guy to me because he he has not a ton of acting range, but he can embody like every one of his characters is completely unique at the same time. Like he doesn't do a whole you know what I'm saying? He doesn't like put himself out there as much as like other actors do as far as like taking risks or whatever. Um he's mostly just versions of himself, but he completely embodies those characters in a way that makes him just fantastic. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's 
wholly believable. That's that's what it is. You know, he just mm. you he has this way of of being honest with the camera mm-hmm. that we just feel it. You know, we just we fully commit with him in in this journey that he's on. You know, and, and even from stupid little puff pieces, you know, just like heaven nonsense, all you know on the other end of the spectrum this month i know this much is true he, he just he's he's spectacular we was just in that movie too where he was the lawyer uh dark waters yeah and he, i didn't see it but i heard it was that's spe- good it was wonderful. yeah i mean he's excellent i mean just think, look at this uh hey, did course. you guys know he played the hulk yeah, he was also in the Hulk. <laughs> he was in Now You See Me Too. Not a great movie. But, you know, he was real good in Foxcatcher. Um, what's the movie I'm thinking of? Oh, yeah, he was in Shutter Island. I forgot about that. He's good in that. Zodiac. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really good in Zodiac. Him and Jake Gyllenhaal. Just... And he was also in Spotlight, too, wasn't he? I'm not sure. I didn't see that. Yes, he was. Because he's the dude who's like, my kids are walk past this house every day. Oh, man. Whew. Um, highly recommend Spotlight if you haven't seen it. Okay. So, Matt, what did you watch? Well, I watched a whole poop ton of anime. Ooh, what, what, give Ooh. me some names. Uh, so I've been wanting to get more into anime for like the longest freaking time now. Uh, Are you a total really, weeb? Uh, yep. Yeah, Japan all the way. I I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I watched uh, some stuff I'm pretty sure I've seen before, but I can't be like 100% certain because it must have been 40 years ago if I've ever seen it. Okay. Uh, I watched a 1988 film called Akira. Akira, we talked about it last week. We talked about it last week? Yeah, but you weren't here. Yeah. You son of a gun. Yeah, I watched um, it too. Which version did you uh, watch? Yeah. The, the YouTube? Or the, I'm sorry, the Hulu? Yes. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, it was good. Like you said, it was strange, but good. I think um, I came to the conclusion last week that the story is a little what? But the animation is so gorgeous that it's uh, like mesmerizing. The animation's really good. Um... Yeah, the story, it's not bad. It's just really weird. Like disjointed? Yeah, like there's still some stuff that I'm wondering, like, why the hell it happened. Like, Well, if Aaron were here, he'd tell you, like he told me last week, the manga is more complete. It answers all those questions about who Akira is, all this other stuff that happens before. It seems to me they answered who Akira is. What they didn't answer is a bunch of the stuff that happened, like... At the end, when they're saying the th- the whatever it was they were doing, they they were re- it seemed like they were reciting some kind of like. Well, that's I all based even... on who Akira actually is. Right. I but guess. Aaron says he's it, just like a living bomb. Sure. That's all he's. That's all he does is explode and then wait and then explode again. Yeah, and they. I mean, they were his classmate though. But the weird part is, is like. Yeah, at the end they're talking and like they say stuff and then they like leave sentences unfinished. So I'm like, wait a minute, what? You know, it's just got to be it's one of those Japan, things. I'm, I'm sure answers that too. Aaron would be able to tell us, but once again, no Aaron yet. 
Yeah, so uh, it was good. You know. Hey, hey, Ron. He's not here. What else did you watch? Oh. Uh, I started watching a series that I know I've seen a little bit of before, Cowboy Bebop. Okay, oh. Cowboy Bebop. What did you think? I like it. Um, I only watched two episodes. I don't remember, but it was good. Um, the art style is nice. Um, the premise behind it is kind of one that hasn't really been done a whole lot. Um, usually when you talk about like space westerns and whatever neo-noir, it's usually like, oh, well, they're expanding from Earth and blah, blah, blah. Uh, in this instance, Earth is basically uninhabitable. Okay. Uh, so they're, you know, they have to go, they're forced to live on Mars. They're forced to go live on the asteroid belt and all this other stuff. So it's kind of neat. Um, I'll have to watch more of it and let you know what I funk. All right. There's a lot of neat stuff in it that you would actually expect to see in like film noir and West, like actual Westerns. Uh, well, not Western Westerns, but like, uh, like action films that take place out west? I don't know. Um, there's a scene where this the this couple are like... Uh, I mean, they're a couple, but the lady is... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Dead? Gay? Stupid? No. Uh, Quirky? Quirky. Disguised? No playing as no spy no undercover something like that but she's pretending to be pregnant um, but she's actually like smuggling a bunch of drugs in her her like belly illegal activities all right that's weird so anyway yeah um i don't know where i was going with that but the, there's a lot of neat scenes and stuff that happen. Um, stuff you wouldn't okay. expect. Alright. <laughs> so, neat stuff. Stuff you'd expect. No, stuff you wouldn't expect. Oh, wouldn't expect. Oh, okay. I thought you said stuff you would expect. I was like, okay. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to get at. But, you know. I'm going to talk less. No, talk more. <laughs> um, then I watched uh, a series called Samurai Champloo. Samurai Champloo. I hope I'm saying that right. It's C-H-A-M-P-L-O-O. I don't know another way to say that. Right, or Champloo. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I actually like it a bit. Um, it's definitely got a different style to it. It seems like they're using rap music, but it takes place in like freaking eighteen to seventeen hundred Japan's or something. Okay. Um, it's I like it a lot so far. I've only seen three episodes, but uh, there's some definitely some really cool fight stuff. There, the art style kind of is something to get used to, I guess, just because like there's a lot of movement, and you're like, oh. Okay, can you slow that down a bit for my eyeballs? So it's, but I'm blind. So it's uh, like 
the newer type of anime where everything's like quick moving fast? Uh, I don't know if it's so much like that. I think it's just its own thing, but... Uh, so this is the same director as Cowboy Bebop. Oh, is it? Yes. It's weird because there are a lot of the same voice actors, like the guy in Cowboy The guy in Cowboy Bebop plays, as far as the dub version goes, he plays the same character in, well, not the same character, but he plays a character in Samurai Champloo, okay. uh, one of the main characters. And then one of the characters from Akira plays in Cowboy Bebop. I don't remember, but it was. it's weird. They don't have a whole lot of people they use for these, apparently, because... I kept hearing a few voices over and over again. So, mm. according to Wikipedia, it's pronounced Samurai Champuru. Champuru. Okay. That's not how it's spelled at all no. in English. Not even close. Call it Champlu. Sure. You're no weeb. Ha <laughs> ha! Um, I like it so far. I don't know. Fun? Seems like. Interesting? Seems yeah, they use a lot of kind of, I don't want to say cliche things, but they use a lot of stuff that seems like it's kind of borrowed from different things. Like they've got a guy they call an ogre and he like, you know, a, a whole village like comes with torches to like burn him. So he's like the Frankenstein monster. And oh, okay. It seems, it seems like they borrowed a few things, but it's overall, it's pretty good. Do they have a hook that gets you involved with the characters? Like, does it work out pretty well within the first couple episodes or you're like, I want to continue to watch us. Yeah. It's weird because like you like the, you, I, I ended up liking the characters and the storyline, but like it's thrown together so quickly. Yeah. That like the first, well, be glad it it's done like, quickly, Matt, because I don't know of how much you know about anime. Sometimes yeah. they just take yeah. their freaking time. <laughs> like you find, you figure out the twist in the last minute or whatever. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, like, um, try watching Naruto. Oh, I don't I don't know if I'd want to do that. But. The first season is a snooze fest. <laughs> Oof. There's, like, yeah, 35 seconds of a, a swing just swinging. Jesus. I think it's probably better this way, but it's still a little bit jarring because, like, you're like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the main character. And, oh, my God, they're fighting, and holy shit, the bar's on fire. And now they're escaping together. Why are they escaping together? They were trying to kill each other just like five seconds ago. Right. Yeah, that can be, you know, it can be too fast. Find yeah, a happy it, medium, it, baby. Exactly. Like, there's a part where one of the antagonists, like, in the beginning, gets his arm lopped off and then tries to get revenge like five minutes later. It's like, dude, don't you want your stump to heal for a minute there? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Uh, any more? Uh, no, I think that's it. I started watching a different one. I can't remember. It was Samurai something. And then I noticed it was basically like Pente almost. So I was like, uh, okay, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, watch this right now. Uh, yeah, it was Samurai Harem. <laughs> oh, you should have known. Basically, yeah, I should have probably it's figured that. It's called and it's art. I watched uh, I'd watched Samurai Samurai Champloo and I was like, oh, what's this? Samurai Harem, okay. And yes. there were no tentacles. There were no, there were no yeah. naked people on the on the cover art, so I was like, hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah. Alright. 
I'm excited to get into some Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's this kind of stuff you would expect to see in like a Die Hard series. Oh, some of it. when you made the sale, just stop selling. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Okay. Anime fans rejoice. Matt is in to win. I'm in there too. We'll talk about that in a minute. But Shannon, I know something yeah. you watched this week. What else did you watch? You know, something. It's not really on a positive note, that's for sure. No. Um, I watched Filthy Rich on Netflix about um, Epstein. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, dear. And unfortunately, I've been watching a lot of these documentaries or whatever you want to call them on Netflix. Like, I watched Waco, and there was a big discussion on that. Well, that not and the same thing. No, I'm not saying it's the same thing. I'm just saying it's like it's representing something. They're sure. taking accounts of people. Um, it's not similar. No, this is actually um, have uh, women's accounts and lawyers and different people accounting for what's going on during the case of Jerry Epstein, which I didn't know a lot about. I... I guess I was so naive when I was younger. I didn't take attention to anything happening in the news. Jeez. Well, this was buried. Jeffrey Epstein was buried in the news until 2016. Nobody knew about him until then. Yeah. And it that, that's what made it so big is that, you know, he was doing all these awful things and everybody knew about it. I, I mean, everybody in his circles knew about it, but nobody did anything about it. And the, our wonderful government struck a deal with him so that he got to hang out at his mansion for 13 months. Oh. And that was the, you know, his punishment for these horrible crimes that he committed. And it, you're right, it's very sickening just to all these women that came forward as brave as they were to what happened because these people have so much money they could bury you, which they think that some of these girls that were involved, they've not seen them, they've never heard of them, they're terrified, they could be gone. Um, like, who knows what they could have done to them. But coming forward with this case and the information of everything that happened is just sickening of, you know, hey, I'll give you money if you come give this old guy a massage. It's like I'm Phoebe from Friends. Sure, I'll use my elbows. But then he flips over and just rapes you. Is And they're like, well, why don't you leave? Well, how was I supposed to leave? I was at his house. Right? Yeah, why didn't you just get up and, like, leave when he was doing those awful things. What the fuck? Uh, well, because my li very life could have been in danger in doing so for all I knew. Yes. Because and I'm 14 and I have no idea what to do in this situation. I mean... Mm -hmm. It's a shame that he was going to like testify and he fell on down an elevator shaft onto some bullets or whatever the hell happened to him. He quote-unquote killed himself and received yeah. injuries that are not consistent with someone who kills himself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The doctor was like, well, technically, somebody could kill themselves this way. I was like, e what kind of science are you using? Well, the, the independent doctor said no. Yeah. Yeah. It was very eye-opening. The first 
it's like five episodes and they're an hour long. But the first episode just kind of tells you what happened with the first few cases that came forward and the fact that, um, sorry, um, that he bought all these places like in New Mexico, he had an island, he had a place in Florida called West Palm Beach, um, New York. Oh my gosh, there's a huge list, but in West Palm Beach, yeah, he had purposely friended girls and tried this coup on them and they're like uh no and he goes well if you bring me girls i'll pay you and i was like oh my god (sighs) and so these other girls in middle school and high school are like hey you want to earn money all you have to do is massage this guy and so they were driven across from this low poor area across this island to this rich neighborhood and of course you feel trapped they could make anything disappear, it seemed. And no one working on his estates would do anything or say anything. Yeah. And, like, sometimes he would leave these women trapped on this island and bring people to them. Yeah. It's it, so fucked up. It was. I was just like, what? I don't know. I guess I was in denial. But, again, like Angela said, I didn't really know a lot about this until recently. Especially because the whole cover-up of the plea deal, and that was sickening in itself. The fact that he uh, made a plea to where he'd go to jail for 18 months, but she only went for 16, but he was on work release for 12 of those hours every day, where Jesus. he did whatever he wanted in those yep. 12 hours. Teenage girls came- coming and going right in front of the sheriff's department. Nobody's saying or doing anything. Yeah, and they have evidence of all this. They took pictures of him outside of a Miami hotel, and they're yep. like, um, you're supposed to be in jail? And they, they couldn't do anything about it. Well, he had so, paid he had paid the sheriff's awesome. department a big yeah like he gave them a big donation quote unquote bought them all new uniforms and equipment and stuff right before he struck his plea bargain. He owned them. Ugh. I just really wonder where this girl is that he was girlfriends with that kind of ringed in this whole case. That's the question. I want her found. Why? She would have probably had inside information. She's done. So I, I really wonder. But right. it's good to know the whole yeah. point of the show was uh, one of the women, Virginia Roberts. She has a That's her married name. But she's like, I'm tired that only he got caught when there was more people than just him. People. Oh, he, yeah, there's no way he did this alone. I mean, he well, had... his aide de camp, Ghislaine Maxwell or whatever, she's still not been able to be found. I, she's dead. There's no way she's still alive. I don't. Yeah, she would have had to known the names of the people that were he oh, was yeah. going to testify against. So she's, she's literally mean, his right hand man throughout all of it. Y- well, mm-hmm. yeah, and Virginia, I believe, is the young lady that. Um, was with Prince Andrew. Yeah. Yes. When she was 17 years old. Yep. And there's evidence. In his 30s. Yeah, there's pictures, there's flight logs. I mean, he came, you know, ugh, Prince Andrew is such a freaking... Well, a guy in the documentary said that there's another picture besides the one of them standing, you know, the one that made all the news rounds. There's one of her topless in just a bikini bottom with him grinding on her. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. We haven't seen that because that would be far too damaging. Well, that's child pornography, too. You can't show that. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, you know, like, we haven't, 
they haven't reported it in the news because the royal family's burying it basically but it's absolutely it, it, it's horrifying and it's disgusting i agree but he wanted he wanted to he wanted to get like a baby farm going in new mexico that's why he bought that ranch in new mexico because he was going to impregnate a whole bunch of people because he thought that you know he had the best dna that he was the best and his he should be populating the earth basically it's freaking Uh, gross mm -hmm. i guess this sickest thing for me was the fact that this happened during the time period of the age that I would have been to be attacked if I was in any of these situations. Yeah. Um, And it's just sad just how many women were affected this way and couldn't do anything about it. Like, they feel like they have no voice. And that saddened me. Yeah, because he quote-unquote killed himself. Yeah. Yeah. So, I also watched on Netflix um, a show called Hinterland. It was recommended because I watched Broadchurch. It is a British show. Don't do that. Um, With a DCI Matthias. And uh, the episodes are about an hour long. So, each episode is a case. And wow. Four episodes or something like that? There's five episodes in each season. And there are three seasons so far. But I'm only on episode three. But Hinterland, it's. I like how you have the whole murder in one episode. I'm not like waiting over different episodes to see what happens. You're kind of following the line of thought as it's going on. And I don't know, British shows just have a different way about themselves that I appreciate. Mm, finally you know, on board. I get it. They're writing. Yeah, how many American shows even do like five episodes a season? Well, none, they don't. None. Right. I mean, they do do, you know, like on Netflix and Hulu originals and stuff, they have been... 10 episodes, 8 know, episodes, 13 episodes. Right. I've seen them in, with 6 or 8, you know, sure. whatever, whatever the content seems to dictate. They don't seem to be following any kind of model anymore, which I think is to our benefit. Sure. It, it creates yeah. higher quality uh, entertainment. Yeah. I think it should be whatever the show is, yeah. But, I mean, it can't be any small feat to produce four hour and ten minute, hour and twenty minute episodes. So that's four movies. Yeah, no, for sure. That's definitely a, uh, a huge undertaking. I, I've always thought, well, I haven't always thought, that's a lie. Since I started watching these British shows and have been marveling at their high quality, I don't know why... I know that American television is is about ad revenue, and you have to have twenty two episodes to get all that ad money to pay for the show, and that would be fine. But why not have instead of having like one season from August until May or whatever it is, why not have like six seasons throughout the year of just really high quality content? Be a good choice, but you know, you have your fall, your midfall, your winter. I don't know, and just have like six episode series of stuff I mean it's not a bad idea it's just whether or not the movie or the US market is ever going to change you know yeah I think there's too many old people they're all watching CNN they're all watching CBS shows 
dang True. CBS. So oh. I did watch something on HBO. We got HBO Max or whatever. Yeah, just it, our HBO Go turned into HBO Max this week, yeah. Oh, we finished Run. That's on there. Run! What is it about? Uh, this is it, this awful uh, show about a girl and a guy who text Run to each other when they feel like they want to meet up and do it because they're old flames. Okay. They would ride yeah. on a train for a week, and at the end of the week, they would decide whether or not they wanted to stay with each other or go back to their life. This happened once? Uh, this is confusing. It's a, it's the first time it's happened, and it's been 15 years since they broke up. Oh. He is like a, a speaker, like a motivational, motivational speaker. Motivational speaker. And My name is Matt. Oh, sir. Is like a stay-at-home mom slash wannabe art- architect. Yeah. I guess who failed the program or didn't finish the didn't program. Didn't finish the program, know. I'm guessing. Yeah. But I'm as much as I was like, "Ooh, I'll, I'll watch this show. It looked funny." I wasn't quite into the humor yet. I didn't like how it ended. Did you finish it, Angela? I did. Yep. <sighs> that was a tough one. It was a tough one, for sure. I mean, I I don't even know. I I want now. I have. What? He's gone again. Dang you, Discord! Weird how it keeps kicking her out when she's saying something. I know. It's just only when she talks. She has to sit here and listen to us blather on, but when she wants to talk, get out of here! Hello? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Well, what I'll say is, and maybe she'll comment on this if she hears it. Good um, gravy. This freaking app is driving me crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I would have liked the show a lot better, I think, if it was about uh, Officer Babe Cloud and the weird (laughs) taxidermy chick. (laughs) Babe Cloud and the weird taxidermy chick were a lot of fun. Who the taxidermy chick is Phoebe Waller-Bridge, the creator of the show. Oh, okay. She's she's, she's yeah. weird. She is weird AF, as the kids say. Yes. For sure. They're both weird. Yeah. Well, Babe Cloud just seems really shy and unsure about, you know. But also blindingly desperate. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Just absolutely. Oh, you don't have a girlfriend, do you? Oh, well, I mean, you know, they're probably, it's probably a small town. She's probably dated everybody already. Or not, because it's a small town. Right. You know? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, I liked them quite a bit. Um, I like Don, I like Donald Gleason. In, yeah. Like, I like his acting. I think he's. Um, he's, he's quite good. He's, he's gripping when he's on screen and he's doing those very heartfelt speeches. It's, I feel it. It is hard. You know, I can. Is she gone again? Son of a biscuit. (laughs) Um, Shannon, I think we talked about it and it was basically like everything about the show is good, except I just don't like the way it ended. Yeah. Like whatever the writers had in mind, I don't agree with it. (laughs) 
And I don't know if they were writing in mind of another season and they're trying to hook you somewhat because it seems like there's a lot of loose ends within the story or if they meant for you to think this is it was done I'm right. not sure. There should be some resolution to like whatever the arc for the season is, there should be a resolution to it. This finished nothing. Yep. Like all of the threads are still dangling there. They didn't close any threads up. You know what I mean? I mean, I definitely think that's an attempt to get you know, to get us on board for season two. And, but you know, for me, why would works. you do that? Like, to me, I don't, maybe I'm a traditionalist still in TV in some ways. You gotta, like, you have an arc for a season. You have to, like, get there. This one is not a single season arc. No, it's not. But it's, with no guarantee of season two. There's, they still haven't renewed it yet. Yeah. Because its ratings were fucking abysmal. Were they? Yeah, they're not good. No, that's a bummer. It's like I a point eight share or something like that. I don't know what that means. So I'm not like two hundred thousand people watched it. Is that good or bad? Uh, well, ten million watched ratings. Game of Thrones. I assume oh, wow. that's good. <laughs> that's well. In these days, ten million is good. Back in the okay. day, in like Scrubs time, if you didn't get twelve people, twelve million people watching, you were probably getting that's canceled. Fair. Good. Me. Like Friends. I think Friends was like 14, 15 million people a week. Wowzers. Beat ya. Man, Scrubs is a great show. I'm I'm digging the the podcast so much. I want Johnny C to be on it every week, though, because he keeps them on track. They talk about the episode way more, like the actual episode way more. Because he has notebooks. Yeah. It's more, it's it's more like The Office Ladies, where they actually discuss the episode and not just whether or not they wash with washcloths. I mean, I love Zach and Donald. Oh my gosh! I am watch. I love Zach and Donald. I love their banter, but they need Johnny C to keep them on track. They really do. Yeah. He needs to become a a permanent fixture on that podcast for sure. So I was way wrong about Friends. What? Their least watched episodes were 18 million. No, I was going to say 14 sounds a little low. 15 million. We're talking the finale, 52.9 million. Yeah, that sounds more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes more sense. I don't uh, know. I'm pretty sure Frasier was, or MASH was like the number one most watched, and it had like 70 million. Until yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. I think Seinfeld Luke had 90 Laura. people or something like that. Uh, Luke and Laura had a huge audience too. Luke and Laura. Yep. Most it was one oh. of the most watched moments on television. Yeah. Luke and Laura get married. Oldie but goodie. Oldie but oldie. Let's see. We watched a movie this week too. I don't know what it's called because it wasn't very good. Oh. Do you remember what it was? It's called Lovebirds. Oh, yes. I, I was, I don't know. I have a hard time, I guess, with the humor. Maybe I'm just so into depressing They shows. were annoying. Yes. They would not shut up, either of them. They, it was about like two people who were other. so fucking annoying that, of course, they were meant for each other. <laughs> and it's Kumail Nanjiani and uh, what's her name? Issa. She's, uh, oh my gosh, I don't want to be this She's guy. a comedian, too. She's she's got that show called Insecure on HBO. 
Issa Rae. Um, Kumail, of course, I'm a huge fan of his. And I don't know much about Issa Rae. I know she's got that big show on HBO. But uh, they were they they played their part well. They're fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Are they supposed to be annoying? Yeah, <clears throat> all they do is bitch at each other the entire time. But yet they solve a murder. S- yeah, sort of. At the same time. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of messed up. If you're into that kind of stuff, you may like it. It There is charming stuff in it, for sure. And it, some of the stuff they talk about is funny, because they like riff at each other, too, and that's funny. Um, I thought it was funny that they had to cut around Kumail um, when, he took, when he took his shirt off, because he's jacked now. <laughs> because he's in the new Marvel they, movie. Yeah, they didn't show that much. So they didn't show him with his shirt off. Because they were making fun of, uh, he was, he was feeling insecure about his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the movie earlier, so they couldn't show him with oh. the shirt off. It was pretty funny. Right, because that wouldn't make any sense. Right, it's like, well, you're ripped, dude. <laughs> I mean, that in and of itself could be funny, I guess. Right, if they're, like, I just don't like, feel, I just don't feel very good about my appearance. It'd be funnier if she was like, "When did you get ripped?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he's going to be uh, in the Eternals, the Marvel movie, which is in post-production now. Obviously won't come out this year. Right. But uh, very funny, dude. Um, but I don't know. It was... Maybe it's because I was watching with Shannon and she was so annoyed with them. I don't know. They were annoying. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very. But they're, they were also cute together. So should we watch it or No. I don't know. Watch it. Let me know what you think. It's short. It's not like it's going to take up a bunch of your time. I would like them to do another movie together. I think that'd be fun where they're doing something a little different. Not being so annoying. Right. Yeah, they'd be funnier as like friends. Or like, Yeah, anything. Not necessarily a couple. Hangover. Cops. Yeah. Sure. Like if they were both cops. Or both counselors that talk to each other about non-related patients. That you know, That'd whatever. Be That'd be funny. Uh, they did have good chemistry together, and it was fun. Yeah. There's a lot of people in the movie too. So, Joe, what did you watch this week that I didn't see? Um, that you didn't see? Well, you saw something with me. We watched Space Force. Oh, oh yeah, I watched nice. the first couple episodes of that as well. Um, I forgot. I can. Mm, it's like, who? How do I say this without offending anyone? Oh, you can't say it without offending somebody because what not if how the world you works? Took two of the the minds behind the success of the office, and you told them to kind of capture that magic again. And you would say the office is like a beautiful painting. And then what they hand you, believing they have succeeded, is a crayon drawing <laughs> of a dog with a boner. And they said, this is also good, right? And the everyone goes, yes, because they're too afraid to tell you that it sucks. Yeah, they, they're the emperor... They're they're walking around naked right now. It is really just 
a railing against our current presidential administration. Yep. Um, and it is... With the hopes. Go ahead. I said with the hopes of getting better. First seasons are always the worst. Yeah, I mean, there are things in it that are really good. John Malkovich is fantastic in the show. Oh, he's he's John, the reason I oh, watch. Wait. And I do... I I feel like I can appreciate Carell's performance. Like sure. he's definitely doing something that he hasn't done yet. He's a caricature of something though. I did yeah. appreciate the fact too that there is like, I don't know, ten people who are regulars on Comedy Bang Bang mm-hmm. are are on there. I'm like, hey, I know that person. <laughs> um that's fun. But like, I don't know. It's uh <sighs> I wanted it to be better. Yeah, in, in some be ways, it, it it's like Veep in that if you're like, was the military really full of people this dumb at the higher-ups? Um, a lot of uh, people in the military would tell you yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like when people watch Veep, is Washington really this fucked up? Yep. People yeah. who work in Washington go, yeah, Veep is pretty uh, dead on. People are really that inept. It's uh, scary. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, I would watch more, I guess, if they if they made another season, if they get that chance, because I do like I do like the basics of what's going on in the show. It's definitely has it. It needs it needs something though. It, it definitely needs to be something else. Kind of. I'm fine with it being what it is, but like maybe the show should focus. You know, as it did started, you know, at when we're getting to the end, like uh, Jimmy O Yang's character and Tawny Newsom's character, like they set it up early on that uh, Jimmy O Yang's like, you should, uh, if you're going to look at my computer, you'll become more familiar with BWAM, Black Women, Asian Men, <laughs> <laughs> and he says statistically they're the least likely to get it together, but. Uh, statistically, they also stay together more often than any other type of couple, and he knows all this stuff about it, and he ends up kind of getting into a relationship with a black woman. And it's a good payoff to, like, a throwaway comment. And the relationship is super cute. It is. Adorable. I, I mean, I'm only, again, I'm only a couple episodes in, so I have not gotten there yet, but... Oh, you'll get there. And Tawny Newsom uh, is, she's a very, very funny person. Who? Tawny Newsom, the uh, black chick, the chick who's black on the moon. Oh. I was like, which character? Uh, Captain Angela that. Ali. She's yeah. She's a regular on Comedy Bang Bang. She does like 13 characters. She's very, very funny. I think it just needed a little bit more balance for me. Like, we had a lot of male actors kind of being hilarious as much as dr mallory was himself you needed just some other bounce back between like a few because the wife's in jail so it's not right. like you see much of her you need that humor or that relief that i'm really hoping that we're going to get if this continues with the girlfriend i don't think they could get lisa kudrow's rate so that's why she's in prison yes but they you know who they could get Jessica St. Clair. (laughs) (laughs) Also a comedy bang bang regular. Um, So yeah, I mean, do you recommend people watch it, Shannon? I kind of 
still think people yeah. should probably watch it. So just so that we might get a season two. It's kind of like The Office. Like I had the hardest time getting through the first season of The Office. You know, they compared it to that a lot. I read an article where they're like, Michael Scott was an absolute piece of shit in the first season of The Office. It's really hard to get behind that character. That's why they softened him up going forward. Yeah. And he became they made a, him, probably the most tragic sure freaking uh, person ever on oh. TV. <laughs> oh my gosh. The episode where he is a little kid and he's talking about how he wants on the a TV big show family. Yeah. I want to have a hundred kids family. so they can't say no to being friends with me. Right. Yes. And, and the puppet is, doesn't know what to say to yeah. that. Oh my gosh. And he thinks he remembers it as him being the star of a TV show. Right. Oh, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yes. It's absolutely heartbreaking. I would say to give it a try. And if you didn't like it, you don't have to watch the next season. But then as that next season comes out, hopefully there's more bang there. Maybe there's... Yeah. It seems like it's going to get interesting. You know, it seems like we put a lot of pressure on shows to be, like, really good right off the bat. Um, right. And I, and I think shows are under a lot of pressure to do that, too. Yeah, we don't give them enough room to grow. Be something. Uh, I, w- I would definitely I like th- to see another season. Yeah, this show has a lot of potential. There's a lot of good people in the show. I was going to say, the cast looks star-studded as fuck. Yeah, it's really good. It, all the money went to the people and not to the, you know... Like, how do you make Raiders? Lost in Space and then you make this show that's also supposed to have some space scenes and they, <laughs> they're they <laughs> not similar. <laughs> you know? It's, you know, it, it's a comedy, I guess. It's not supposed to be... The ball's out good, but it's interesting. For sure. Um, I also watched a movie from Netflix. It was in my list for a long time. It's a horror movie called Dark no Light. Bright Light. Uh, opposite. Is it scary? Would you be scared by it? Yes. Um, was I scared no. by it? No. But I did appreciate the movie. It had a beginning, middle, and end. Um character stories wrapped up nice and neat it worked out all interestingly you learn almost nothing about the the entity that is terrorizing these people um the creature design is interesting uh they're a humanoid creature so it's just a dude in a suit but it's cool because it's a dude in a suit it's not like some weird cg monster it's an actual physical thing you can see and touch you know and it it holds the light it it doesn't look fake looks like it's part of the environment it's pretty cool um, if you like horror movies, definitely watch it. I think it's worth a watch. Dark mm-hmm. Light. What if you only kind of like some horror movies sometimes? This one is worth a watch. Like, so, like, don't watch those middle-of-the-road crap movies with no ending. But, like, watch this one. Watch Happy Death Day. You know? Worth a watch. Skip, uh, <laughs> Truth or Dare and skip Ouija and, you know... Oh, I watched Ready or Not. Ready or yeah. Not. That was interesting. Ready or Not. Yeah, it's a horror film. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the wedding movie. Yeah, the you marry into this uh, family of game tycoons. 
and you have to play a game. If you don't play a game, the groom will die within 24 hours, and a spirit picks the game that you're going to play, and if he Mm. picks hide-and-seek, then you have to kill the bride. If you don't kill the bride, then awful things happen. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, okay. So, So it's this woman who has just married into the family and her newlywed husband trying to escape his family who are insisting that she must die. All right. Killer. It's, uh, there is one character in particular is, uh, uh, absolutely shit-tastic. Um, she's like the sister or something. I don't know. She's the wacky one. Coked out of her brain the whole time. Just shooting random maids and stuff all over the place. Like, and just callously. Oh my God. I did it again. Oh, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. Watch it. I guess it's fine. Okay. Ready or not. Well, ready or not. I also watched right now. Okay. I also watched some anime. I started a new thing. No way. Yeah. Called Eureka seven AO. And I'm watching this show and it's decent. It's like a mech based show. Uh, like a Gundam type of thing. They're not quite, they're not Gundam big, but they're uh, like robots that fight monsters. There is <laughs> G monsters as they're called, and they're saying all this lingo, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, then I realized I'm watching Eureka 7 AO, which is the sequel to <laughs> Eureka 7. So I'm going to stop watching Eureka 7 AO and go back in time and maybe I'll understand what the hell is going on <laughs> because you there is a lot, you know that? there's so much jargon that they just thrown out. Like there's three letter words. They're like, we got the ATP to the FTO to the OSF. I'm like, I got none of that, bro. Um, <laughs> and I thought I'd figure it out, but I still can, <laughs> but I'm only like three episodes in. So I'm not at a total loss. It's interesting. It, it's, uh, it's fun so far. Um, it's one of those slower moving ones though, Matt. So oh. that can be good. It can be. Um, but I'm going to go back and try to find Eureka seven regular style and see what that's like. You do that a lot though. You like skip whole season. <laughs> no offense. I do. You did that yeah, before you, at least twice. Did, yeah. You just like, you accidentally started watching season two instead of season one. Oh, with no that one, on. that Jessica Beale show. <laughs> yeah, I did do yeah. that. To be uh, a little fair to myself, that was more Netflix's fault than mine. <laughs> and I don't know how to read. So there's that. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. I think you've done that before, though, once more for something. I don't remember. Whatever. That's the only one I can remember. Uh, but was it, that was a big one. Like a Ewan McGregor show or something. Ewan McGregor show? Maybe not Ewan McGregor. Some I think I, I thought I was watching a different movie once. And I was like, oh, this is not the same movie. Um, but yeah. What was that stupid show called? There's a new season of it that I thought Jessica Biel was in. I'm like, there's no Jessica Biel. I don't know why she's on the cover uh, yeah. of this show on Netflix. Yeah, 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 that one. Uh, the Sinner, maybe? Yeah, The Sinner. Um, there's a third season out now. Maybe I'll check it out. 
or I'll start uh, season two again for some reason. <laughs> so we'll, we'll like, see. I'm pretty sure I already saw this. They do this again. <laughs> um, yeah. I also have been watching to go to sleepy sleeps at night. Uh, Red versus blue. Okay. It's a little classic uh, internet show before there was YouTube action. Um, yeah, Halo verse, right? Yeah, it's machinima. So yeah. they played the game in a creative way to make it look like they were acting out scenes. At least that's how they started. As the as they got into the later later seasons, they actually animated a bunch of it. That's cool. Where there was like fight scenes and stuff, but at the very beginning they just had to be creative in in what they did and how their story wound up and it ends up being like a very very rich and interesting story. Um if you've never watched it, it's all on YouTube now, which is which is bizarre because like I was looking to buy it and watch it digitally, but you can't. Mm. Except for through Microsoft's store because of their partnership with Bungie or whatever. And the Microsoft store, you can't play. Like, if you buy something through there, you can play some of that content through other things because you can connect it all. But you can't play that one to, like, other things. So I would only be able to watch it, like, on an Xbox or on my computer, which uh, isn't sound fun to me. Um, That being said, YouTube YouTube has all the episodes broke down how how they were played. Uh, way back in the day when you would watch them they were like seven minutes long mm-hmm. um, whereas when you buy the DVDs it plays it like a hour and ten minute long movie with no break okay. which is interesting because like at the end of each red versus blue episode it would fade to black and there'd be stuff they'd be talking every time with, in mm-hmm. the movie version you they you get to just see what was actually happening there what they animated <laughs> them just talking to each other which is cool I'm up to season three now, and uh, it's super fun. Um, a lot of funny references I think of and try to make <clears throat> came from the show, but nobody knows it, so I don't. I just keep them to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, even if you don't like Halo or the game or anything, I think you'd still find it funny. Hey, pump the hate bricks, Fox and Friends. Right. <laughs> it, you know calling people a shit no nobody knows what that is why would they why would they why would they you recommended this to me years ago and i just i never watched it yeah because you probably don't like halo well it has absolutely nothing to do with halo and they only think mention it once probably that's probably exactly why because i'm like red versus blue i don't know what that means and you're like it's a halo thing and i'm like okay so i'm still not gonna know what that means yeah there i don't know it's when you play multiplayer on halo you have a red team and a blue team that's all no and so they created these characters based it all started one day when they're sitting there playing halo the creators of the show they're like why do they call this stupid jeep looking thing a warthog it looks like a puma and then uh, they just—that's one of the first jokes in the in the show. Okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been watching. Red versus blue on YouTube. Uh, so a little bit of movie news, though. Matt, 
Breaking mm-hmm. news sound. Mm-hmm. Breaking news. All right. Uh, HBO, because HBO Max has come out, so they they have a bunch of original content they have been producing that's going to be sprinkled out over time. Um, there was a... What's her name? Anna Kendrick has a series on there. Uh, a couple of their, like, Sesame Street, an Elmo late-night talk shows on there, other things like that. Um, coming up in June, June 25th, around there somewhere, Adventure Time is coming back. Um, and they have released the first trailer for the new Adventure Time episode-slash-movie. I think they're doing four of them, uh, movie-length uh I don't know, hour 20. I have no idea what they're going to be end up being. Um, and I was a little sad because on their promo art, they show Finn and Jake and the whole gang. Uh, but this doesn't feature any of them except for BMO. What do you mean? It just features BMO. BMO gets launched into space somehow and has to help solve a problem on a distant planet. Well, why would the poster have all of them on there? I'm assuming they're not all going to be about BMO. Um, but BMO is super cute, so I'm okay with it. So it'll be interesting to see what they do, how much music they include, um, stuff like that. Uh, I am down for more Adventure Time in pretty much whatever way I can get it. It was such a beautiful show. I know you and Shannon were big fans of it. Shannon's actually never seen it. No? Didn't you guys all watch that as a family? Uh, me and the kids did, yeah. Oh. That was more of a me and the kids, you know, the episodes would come out two at a time, so we'd take 20 minutes and we'd watch this week's episodes while she got a 20-minute break. Oh, okay. One yeah, of those deals. Then. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, another piece of movie news I wish A.A. Round was here for, Matt? Breaking, Breaking news. news. All right. Uh, Watchmen Season 2 still might happen, I guess. Hmm. Oh. But the showrunner and writer, Damon Lindelof, who created such a beautiful, beautiful show, says he just doesn't want to be part of it because he says, I have no ideas left. Like, I don't have any idea for where it, where it could go. I don't want to rack my brain trying to think of it. I think I created something beautiful. I just want to leave it at that. Um, but he's down for if, if HBO wants more, have somebody else take it and keep running. He's more than happy with that. He doesn't care. And I think... HBO even is toying around with the idea of making it an anthology series where it would be huh. about a different set of characters in, in the universe. It'd be a different mm-hmm. social aspect. Because this one is focused largely on race. Um, maybe there's a different uh, inequality they could tackle. Is there another inequality they could tackle? Sure. I'm not sure. I'm sure they could find one. Um, but that makes me happy. I would like to see more. I would like to see what's next for the characters that that he put into motion, but I'm also happy with just leaving it like it is. So, mm, I'm at a crossroads here. Yeah. An anthology series seems most interesting to me, like True Detective. And then you kind of find oh. out in True Detective Season 3 that oh, they're all living the same world together when there's a picture of these, the first two True Detective guys. They're like, yeah, we should work with these guys, yeah. And then they're talking like, oh, maybe they'll work together in the next season. And it's like, that'd be dope. 
I I mean, I didn't watch True Detective, nor did I watch The Watchmen, so. But I'm glad you're glad. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) True Detective's worth it. Yeah. I watched the first couple episodes, and I was... I, I didn't get into it. I just didn't get into it. It's just an actor's showcase with uh, McConaughey and Woody. Yeah, I mean, they were they were both, you know, acting their hearts out, but All right. for some reason I just didn't find the story gripping. You know, I don't know. Okay. Maybe it was a time in your life and you can revisit it one day and enjoy. Perhaps, perhaps. So, that's pretty much all I got. Anybody else got any other interesting tidbits to share? Um, no. All right. (laughs) Did I mention last week about how I watched a behind-the-scenes for Extraction? I think so, yeah. Okay. It's on YouTube. You should go find it. It's for long. It's like 22 minutes. Yikes. But the director is a former stunt dude, and he's, like, in the mix. Oh, okay. When they, when they needed a cameraman to be strapped to the hood of a car, he strapped himself to the hood of a car. Damn. Dang. And almost crushed his Yeah, he was, like, Captain America's stunt double in, like, Winter Soldier and stuff. So he was a stunt performer. It's very and sickly America's ass, right? Yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> stunt performer and stunt choreographer. So this was, like... This is like him and Chris Hemsworth's John Wick, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And, uh, it's... The cinematography that's involved is so good. Like, what if I were to tell you... Remember the whole long take that's just a bunch of hidden cuts that they go inside of a car and outside of a car and stuff? Yeah. Uh, they did that with very little digital effects. They, they just hid the cuts so well, and he planned it out so well that he would repeat camera movements like when they had the door on and when they had the door off and when they did this and when they did that he would do the same camera movement without a motion control rig and he was good enough at it that it matched which is insane that it looks that good that is insane yeah and also none of the guns in that scene were real they didn't fire they didn't have moving parts at all they were all rubber guns because India wouldn't let them have them in there Huh. And so all wow. the all the shooting is all it's all digital, it's all like special effects, and their reactions to the shooting were basically just him off camera going bang bang. And so when he huh. went bang I mean, bang, Hemsworth's hand went back and then the other guy acted like he got shot just because the director's saying, you know? Right. I mean that's crazy and it looks it looks really good. There's some tricks that they used to hide it that I noticed looking at again, like when Hemsworth reloads and cocks his slide, he does it, he tilts his hand so it's off camera and you can't see it. It's super interesting. Get on YouTube and watch it, guys. And uh, if you have any recommendations for us, go to uh, moviedummies at gmail.com, send us an email, or click the little link in your podcast description here and send us a voicemail. That is at anchor.fm slash moviedummies. And... For A.A. Ron and Shannon, I am Joe. I'm Angela. Nah, I'm Matt. Stay fresh, you cheese bags. Also. Stay fresh. Bye. 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 Bye.